today on CityCast Chicago. If you were on Twitter last week, you probably saw this viral tweet. I first applied for an affordable housing voucher in 1993. Today, in 2022, I finally got a letter telling me I made it to the top of the waiting list. I have no words. Actually, Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor has a lot of words about how her quest for affordable housing is a story all too common in our city. Every other day, I get a family saying they're being evicted or they have nowhere to go. And how her colleagues at City Hall need to fix it. We ain't got an ordinance problem. We, ain't, we know what to do. We just ain't got the political will to do. We sit down with Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor for a very candid conversation about what it costs to live in the city. It's Monday, June 6th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. So, so Alderman Taylor, I'm gonna need you to take me back to 1993, when when uh, Whitney Houston and Janet Jackson was dominating the charts, the Bulls was winning titles. Uh, I will always love you. Take me back to 1993, and, and where were you at in your life? So, I was a teen mother then. So I was 19 with three kids. So I was working. I worked at H&R Block. I worked at Vitches. I worked at a bar, and I didn't drink at night, so mm. that I could provide for my children. And so. I wanted my own place. My mother was helping me and my sister. At the time I had three kids, at the time she had one. And we lived in a one-bedroom apartment that we turned into a two because we turned the dining room into a bedroom. <laughs> what neighborhood was y'all in? In the low end. We're going to call it Broadway. Let's be politically correct. <laughs> nah, you was on the low end, my G. Come on, you was on the low. Day, but it was the low end when I lived. Mm-hmm. But it was my community and I loved it. And so I applied for this list. But in 93, what did you know about the, the the voucher program? Did you know that it was long wait time? Did you know how? I did not. Okay. So 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 what what was your understanding of it? Basically, I understood that if you was if you had housing insecurity, you could either find a sign up for CHA or you could sign up for a Section 8 voucher. And at the time in my community, you basically get a to get a Section 8 voucher, you had to move into Rosa Walk, which we called the Carter, and I wasn't moving in there. All the tea in China. Now they didn't redid it, and it's a brand new place. But at the time, it was the car. Mm. That's what it was. I wasn't moving in there with my babies, and I wanted my babies to be in a safe space. I wanted them to have their own space, but I was not moving in there. Or you do what a lot of people do: they move to Ohio, they go to Iowa, they go to Arizona, they stay in the shelter for two or three weeks, they get their voucher, and some of them come back, and some of them just stay in those states. And at the time, my mother was not leaving Chicago. And so I had to stay in Chicago because my mother was also my support system. That's the person that was helping me. She was my safety net. And so, and she was a clerk for CPS. So I was under the impression, I pay my taxes, I vote, I'm a part of a process, I volunteer, I give up my time, that my city would help me when I need it most. And that's not what happened to me. So you you apply for this in 93. And like you said, you, you can't just twiddle your thumbs. You don't, you get one call. They called me when my son, I had just, my son had just graduated from high school and they wanted me to move on 106 at Oglesby. Need remind you, I'm born and raised on the low end in Brownsville. So my kids went to the local schools. My babies were in uh, elementary school that I grew up and went to. My mother was the clerk there. My support system was down here. This is like 2004, though. So between 93 and 2004. I only got called one time. And when you finally get this call, CHA is telling you, 
in order for you to move not only outside of your community, but you also got to now abandon your son to do that. And you say no. And so after 2004, do you hear anything from CHA? Any calls? I hear from them. They would send me a letter. Every mm-hmm. three years, they would send me a letter and say, do you want to stay on the list? And they would either make you mail in stuff. You either had to go online or call this 1-800 number to say that you want to be put back on the list. And so every three to four years, they would contact me. But it's like, y'all ain't contacting me to say we got a place for you to stay. Y'all just telling me you back on the waiting list. You on, right, right. You on another list. Right. In that 30 years, we talking about the the internet age we're talking about tearing down public housing across chicago we're talking about and that pushed you back on the list oh they didn't send a letter then when they knocked down housing they sent everybody a letter that was almost close because at some point i was in the top 500 after they knocked down those houses they sent us all a letter to say because of the recent housing changes you are pushed back down the list i was like and at that point i was like i ain't never gonna get in so whatever Mm. At the end of the day, I'm blessed to be in a position where I make good money. And so, and we, when we talk about this, people need to understand, I won't be paying $0. I won't be paying $8. I'll be paying a percentage of what I make. So let's make that clear. Because mm-hmm. people love going on social media. Literally, I spent two, I spent three hours of my time last night looking at all the comments between Facebook and Twitter, people definitely said that I sat down for 29 years and did something. And, and right now you're explaining the voucher system. and I, I think it's just worth saying that's what you're referring to. Almost definitely. It's not what people need to understand. Affordable housing means affordable to what that income is. Not I'm paying zero rent. Yeah. You're helping out a family who might not necessarily make nothing but minimum wage. I'm blessed enough not to be in that space, but I know what it's like from September to April, not pay my gas bill. Why? Because they can't cut it off during that time because it's illegal. And number two, that's time for me to pay catch up on my other bills and get things for my children. We reached out to the Chicago Housing Authority for an interview, but they declined. Spokesman Matt Aguilar did tell us CHA can't comment on any specific applicant status for privacy reasons, but that more resources are needed. Aguilar went on to say that the last time applicants for a housing choice voucher could even get on the waiting list was in 2014. 75,000 families were added at that time. Since then, 43,000 of those applicants have made it to the top of the list. But remember, that doesn't guarantee CHA housing. The waiting list is currently closed. You mentioned the parts that are inside of the 20th Ward, right? You mentioned Parkway Gardens, Old Block, and Inglewood. You got Washington Park, parts of Woodlawn and other South Side neighborhoods. Back to yard, I got yeah. New City, which which was Motown. But of course, when they want to gentrify something, we give it a fancy name. Uh-huh. How big of a problem is this in your neighborhoods as you're battling gentrification, new development, displacement? Every other day, I get a family saying they're being evicted or they have nowhere to go. And I have no resources unless, so I've had a couple of people, a gentleman who had a fire, but he's disabled. He needs a wheelchair accessible place. I was able to help him get a place, but that's not what I do for. Half of those families do one or two things. They double up and they're homeless, but they they wind up leaving the city because you can go to other places and get up. You stay in a shelter, stay there two weeks. You, you get a voucher. You can take your voucher anywhere. And they just choose to stay in those states. And so that's why we have, that's why we ain't, Chicago was a black city at some point. 
-hmm. It's the reason why people are leaving in droves. How many people end up in, in the position that you were in on a waiting list for decades and decades just hoping that they'll get something? From what I'm reading, thousands of people. It's not just me. I was just brave enough to share my story. And to be honest, sometimes I feel like, Jeanette, you, you blessed. Don't complain. But it's somebody else who ain't brave enough to tell the story. So I tell mine. I was told when I became an elected official, you can stop talking about being poor. You're in a different tax bracket now by people who look like me. Mm -hmm. And that's BS. It's so expensive to live here. I said this 15, 10 years ago, and it's on recorded. If you ain't making $100,000 in this city, you're not going to be able to afford to live here. And that's the direction we're moving in because there's no political will to take care of everybody. And we could afford to. I see the budget every month. I can read. I look at what we spend money on. What's the current legislation, the political will in city council to to move any ordinances forward, put any money towards housing? What are you seeing from your, your peers? What I've seen for them for the last 20 years. Absolutely nothing. As we move towards aldermanic elections, you know, what, what are you proposing? Do you have an ordinance in the works that will address affordable housing? I don't have to. The community did not already did the work. Shy Coalition for the Homeless. The whole center, Copo, stop, uh, raise your hand. Organizations that don't even work on housing have already answered. Hell, the Chicago Teachers Union wanted it in their contract to help out those homeless young people. Alderman Taylor is referring to an ordinance she introduced back in April that will make it easier for people to apply for housing and push housing developers to fill vacant units. It's been weaving through committee. We ain't got an ordinance problem. We, ain't, we know what to do. We just ain't got the political will to do it. Yeah. That's all. Is it as simple as just voting these people out and we'll get affordable housing? Because let's be real, Alderman Taylor, we've been told that in Chicago our whole life. That's that's the that's democracy's sort of constant go-to move. Tell me 26 people in that city council that they're progressive. Always. And I'm there once a month, on time at 10 o'clock, going crazy. Praying the night before on my knees, Lord Jesus, please get these people because they don't got the good sense God gave them. We can do it. We could definitely do it. You keep saying they, Alder Woman Taylor, but you're also an Alder Woman yourself. Like, do you, because it sounds as if you both feel hopeless with the peers you have now and the system you have now. Do you, do you believe in the system that you're a part of to get things done? I'm only, if I didn't believe, I wouldn't have been a part of the system. I just think we got the wrong people who we put in office who lie to us, put on their nice little shiny shirts with their with their ties. But isn't that always the thing? Hasn't that always been the case? They've we've always had the wrong people in office. And it kind of seems like we just keep getting more wrong people. It, that sounds like a broken system. See, we play this game of we don't know. We got to do something when the people tell you every day what their living conditions are and what we should be doing. We so busy implementing, we don't listen. Listen, damn it. We're going into another set of elections. You're going to have a, uh, a new map come 2023. We may be, you know, looking at different colleagues at the head of City Hall, inside of City Hall. Um, what do we need to do to address affordable housing in this next kind of legislative push? Elect people who do the work, who've done the work. Stop believing them talking about what they're going to do, what you've been doing. We got to stop falling for the okie doke of what people going to do. Show me what you're going to do. My work speaks for itself. And, it, and, it, and as you can see, I've had a hard time. My life ain't been good and glamour. 
we got to go back and organize. And these stories have to be told. And people have to hold these systems accountable. We, the taxpayers, pay these folks. Do we, do we, do we know that? I get to sit. Let me tell you something. I make $105,000 a year. I got good health insurance and free dental thanks to the great taxpayers of the city of Chicago. Now, if you let me sit in this seat and not do nothing, shame on you. It ain't hard. Hold these people accountable. But also work with them. Be part of the process. Well, Alderwoman Taylor, I appreciate you making time to tell me a little bit more of your story, to talk me through this uh, this 30-year uh, waiting game you've played uh, with the CHA, unfortunately. Uh, it means so much for you talking to CityCast Chicago today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. While the waiting list for housing choice vouchers is closed, the Chicago Housing Authority list for public housing and new developments are always open. The CHA spokesman said wait times range from six months to 25 years. Check the show notes for links. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Tomorrow is the final day to apply for the open 24th Ward Alderman seat. Michael Scott Jr. resigned his position last month, setting up Mayor Lightfoot's second aldermanic appointment. Plenty of Chicagoans, including our own C-Money and Simone Baloney, have gotten a check for $400 from Facebook. Now, you can sign up to get a similar settlement check from Google, who was also sued for violating online privacy rules. Check out today's newsletter on how to sign up. There's some good news to get you through. In celebration of Pride Month, the Pride Art Summer Film Fest has feature films, documentaries, and short films planned. Right now, you can catch the documentary Look Me Over Liberace until it's gone Wednesday. Check out show notes for more info. As always, I appreciate you for listening. If you're new to CityCast Chicago, I hope you'll join me tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Peace. Random question. Do y'all ever hear anybody call it Lake Calumet or do you just hear the Calumet River? Cool, because it is Lake Calumet.